Hello and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Tank presented by CW Sports Memorabilia. I'm your host, Tyler Raines. And I want to start this episode by, by saying that I'm not going to spend much time talking about the games this weekend because by the time I'm recording this, it is December 12th, just uh, 10 minutes to 6. And about an hour ago, there was a huge, huge trade that broke on the Steelheads Instagram, um, on their social media, really, that is a blockbuster. So I want to spend most of the episode today talking about that. We will quickly go over their games and how they played, but I want to, again, spend most of this specific episode talking about the trade that sent Zachary Lavoie, who is, many people know and love him as one of our top snipers on the team, two in the Niagara Ice Dogs, so I am going to uh, definitely be breaking that down. But I want to talk about, first off, how their weekend went. So the first game was a, a school day game against the Hamilton Bulldogs. They started off, they looked kind of rough. It was a very back-and-forth game, but then they ended up cleaning it up, and it looked really, really good. James Hardy had an overtime hat trick. Um, you had a bunch of people getting in on the scoring action. There were a couple of fights. Casper Larson and Charlie Callahan are currently actually serving suspensions for um, for getting into multiple fights in a game. So they, they are <laughs> suspended for five games. So we won't be seeing Casper Larson or Charlie Callahan uh, at least for the next two to three games. So that's too bad. I mean... <laughs> I, you know, when you get games like that, especially when you're that close, when you're an Eastern Conference rival like that, and, you know, games against the Bulldogs are very physical. Whenever they play us, we don't like them, and they don't like us. That's kind of the the whole thing that the fan base has going on. So it's a very uh, fun and intense rivalry. So I think that that game was really fun. Um it gets very physical whenever they do play, which is really exciting. But at the same time, it's like, okay, okay, I get it. But they ended up winning that game 5-4 in overtime. They come home on Friday, play one of the worst games of the season. And this is something that I just don't get. They'll play an absolute barn burner, uh, one of the best games. And then they'll come home and they're just, they're wiped out. They're tired. They just don't look good. So that's what happened to, uh, on Friday night against the North Bay Battalion, came back, lost 5-2, not much to say. They played a much better game on Saturday against Niagara and ended up losing that game 2-1. to They just came up short. It just, mm, those are the games that you really, really want to win. But aside from that, two out of three games, they looked good. They only won one out of three, which is okay. Uh, and, you know, they're going into the Christmas break. This is going to be a much needed break for a lot of these players because I know as somebody who has been there for their, you know, their biggest wins and also been there for, you know, some of the worst losses, uh, it, it sucks when you're having your struggles. And for the first half of the season, it's been very, sometimes we're good. Sometimes we're not. And I know from the fans' perspective, it's frustrating. I can imagine from the players' perspective, it's frustrating. From the coaching staff, it's frustrating. And, you know, they just, I feel like they need that Christmas break to recuperate, to gather themselves, and, you know, to start looking towards the second half of the season because they need to, um, I would assume at this point, they're still going to be making a playoff push. 
depending on if there's going to be any trades before the trade deadline coming up um, or the holiday trade deadline, I should say the holiday trade freeze coming up. Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to say the very least because after this big trade today and after the way that they've been playing recently with the suspensions as well with uh, Charlie Callahan and Casper Larson, as I mentioned, I'm not really sure what direction this team's going. Maybe they rebuild from here. Maybe they don't, maybe they keep going. Um, and you know, they add another huge player to the top six and, you know, blow everybody out of the water when we're not expecting it. But this is one of those things that's going to be a little bit puzzling for the next little while, but I, I have a feeling that come the new year, they're going to have that strong second half that we're used to seeing them have now to the main thing that I want to talk about in today's episode, which is the huge blockbuster trade that sends Zachary Lavoie to the Niagara Ice Dogs. Yes, it's another trade with the Ice Dogs, believe it or not, for a boatload of picks. And when I say a boatload of picks, I believe there were five or six draft picks involved in this trade. And I'm actually going to pull it up um, right here. And I did uh, take a screenshot of the Instagram post so you can see it up in the corner up here. This was the trade. It was a 2025 second, a 2026 second, which belonged to London, um, a 2024 third, which belonged to Saginaw, a 2026 third, which belonged to London, and a 2023 fourth, which belonged to Windsor. So there was a lot of picks involved in that in that deal. Now, from the various things that I have heard and seen so far, I did a little bit of research on Twitter. I'm not sure. Um, how much of it is true, but supposedly Zach Lavoie requested a trade out of Mississauga and it's, it's kind of bittersweet because I mean, the team was struggling in recent weeks, but this had to have been something that was looked at for a while. I don't think it was just a spontaneous, Hey, I want to, I want to be traded, trade me. I think this had to have been looking at, looked at for a while. Um, Am I necessarily saying that he didn't want to be here in the first place? No, absolutely not. But I could imagine that this is probably a few weeks to maybe a couple of months in the making. And it just so happened that they were able to get a deal done. Um, Aside from the fact that, you know, Niagara is a division rival. We've had a lot of really strong trades with them. We have good relations with them. Got Ryan Struthers, got uh, Isaac Enright. I got Bryce Cook from them. And in exchange, we got, you know, a a bunch of draft picks in return, giving up Zach Lavoie. We gave up some picks, and now we're getting a whole bunch of picks back. Now, I see from both sides. For the team, this is going to allow them to make a ton of moves should they decide to go out and go for another superstar. I don't know whether they're going to do that or not. Maybe they'll, you know, stock up for the draft coming up. Maybe they'll rebuild. Who knows? Maybe this might have triggered a rebuild. But the way that I prefer to see this is that this is a new opportunity to go out and get a superstar. And I've seen a lot of chatter about the potential of Shane Wright coming back to Kingston and then the Steelheads trading for his rights. I don't know if that is going to happen per se, but there still are other players that you could go out and get. Um, Whether it's a superstar or somebody who can just fit in the top six, it doesn't have to be a super uh, high scoring forward. It can be someone who can fit in your top six. 
it doesn't have to be a guy like Shane Wright. It doesn't have to be a guy like Zade Wisdom or Michael Misa or Owen Outwater or any anybody like that. It can be someone who's a solid top six forward who's going to fit into the lineup. Because the way that I see it right now, I couldn't see the Steelheads going into a rebuild unless they looked at the season and they were just like, no, you know what? We're going to trade off. We're going to get all of our uh, all of our value out of our assets that we can. I just don't see it. With how they're doing right now, they're going through a rough patch, but I just don't see a rebuild. If there is the possibility that they are going to rebuild, though, this was the right way to get it started. Because though some of us, including myself, may not like the fact that Zach Lavoie was traded, you did get a good, a really, really good return for him. And especially with the fact that this upcoming priority selection is going to be a very, very deep draft. You have guys who uh, are ranked at ties. You know what I mean? There's, <clears throat> aside from the top 10, there are guys who in the second round could end up being, you know, first round talents in the NHL draft potentially. There is a lot of really, really good talent coming in this year's OHL priority selection. And with the picks that, that the Steelheads got, and could continue to get with the amount of assets they have, should they go into, go into a rebuild, they are going to be set. There is absolutely no need to worry. Is it going to be a painful process if they go through a rebuild? Yes. But, like I said, I prefer to see it as the fact that I don't necessarily think it's a rebuild, but I think that they are going to go out and get somebody who can help the team. This is going to be a, a huge opportunity for James Richmond and the coaching staff um, and the GMs to I'm not going to say make or break the team, but this is an opportunity for them to really build on something because whatever they decide to do, whether that's, you know, full on, just start from the ground up and, and rebuild or, you know, use those picks to contend. I think that fans are going to be on board because, despite the fact that Lavoie was a fan favorite player, everybody loved him. And he was one of the best players to put on a steelheads uniform this season. If he requested trade, I think the right thing to do is to honor that. And they did. They traded him off to Niagara where he's going to get a lot of minutes and where it's potentially going to be, um, you know, a, I don't want to say uh, a better amount of playing time, but they're definitely going to do some damage with Zach Lavoie in the lineup. And they just traded off Pasquale Zito to the, uh, the North Bay Battalion earlier today. That was another trade that kind of surprised me is, you know, Niagara's a team that is rebuilding. <coughs> Niagara is a team that is rebuilding. And to me, for them to go out and get Zach Lavoie, I was a little bit confused at first. And then I thought, wait a minute that actually makes sense because Lavoie is an 04, right? He is still very young. He's 19 years old. He's still got potentially tw uh, two more seasons left in the OHL. And I think by then Niagara is going to be a contending force. So I think that was good on them to go out and get him. Um, the Steelheads did right by him by, if that is true, honoring his trade request. Um, this was, I think, a good move for the Steelheads getting the assets that they did, and it was a good move for the Ice Dogs getting uh, a star player who they can rely on a couple of years down the road when they're done their rebuild 
and, you know, when they're kickstarting everything and trying to go for a playoff run. Now, here's the downside. Going through the positives is that there were a lot of really good assets. Um, you know, you honored a guy's trade request that uh, if he wanted to, if he wanted to be traded, you did right by him. And the fact that you have a lot more assets now that if you wanted to go out and get a big superstar, then you could. Now, here's the negatives from this that I'm taking away. You got rid of a guy who is in your top six who was really helping a lot. I really like that line of Lavoie, Beck, and Misa. I thought that was a really, really good line. It clicked. They were getting points almost every game. And now it's going to look a little weird because it's going to be Beck, Misa, potentially Schwinn. There are some options that you can use there, but it's not going to be the same as, you know, a Zach Lavoie getting set up by Owen Beck or, a, you know, an Owen Beck setting up Zach Lavoie or uh, Zach Lavoie setting up Owen Beck for an amazing goal. It's going to be a little bit weird not seeing him in the lineup. So I think that that takes away from it a little bit. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's just shocking really because there's not a whole lot that, we can say at the moment, other than, Zach, thank you for your time because you've made a lot of really good memories here. Uh, your first career goal, you got your career started here. And there were so many times that it looked like the Steelheads were going to be down and out and you got us out of those sticky situations and somehow propelled us to a win. So with that being said, Zach Lavoie, what an amazing player. What a class act and somebody who Niagara fans should be very, very happy to have. This is going to be quite confusing for, for a lot of fans, but I think this is a good thing. Whatever they decide to do, whether they rebuild, whether they contend for the playoffs by getting another huge player, it's going to be interesting to say the very least. So stick around, watch them till the end, and let's see what happens this season. I think it's going to be good. Let me know what you think down below. Do you like the trade? Do you not like the trade? What do you think? Could they have done better? Do you think they're going to make another move? I want to know. Maybe we can talk about it next episode. But for now, I'm going to leave it off there. This was an interesting one, to say the very least. Because, again, like I said, they traded a top six guy, but they got a lot of assets. They have a lot of possibilities to do with this. So with that being said, thank you very much for watching. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hit the little bell notification if you are, haven't already done so for all future content so you stay up to date with everything that we upload. Until then, thank you very much for watching. I am your host, Tyler Rains, and we'll see you in the next episode of Inside the Tank.